Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about her weight loss journey, and she was telling me that her biggest struggle is inconsistency. And this is probably the most common thing that derails most of us when it comes to our weight loss journey, staying consistent. Even if you know exactly what to do at the gym and exactly how to eat, as soon as something doesn't go as planned, whether you have a fight with your person or you have a busy week or your kid gets sick, all of a sudden you've fallen off the wagon and getting back on feels daunting. That's when the fuckets show up and you go right back to doing whatever it was you were doing before you committed to losing weight. And it really is a vicious cycle. The only way to get out of that cycle and back on track is to go back to your why. In my friend's case, I told her, her why just isn't compelling enough. And when I work with clients on their why, there's usually resistance and confusion around the entire why exercise. Your why is actually the key to weight loss. So if your why isn't compelling enough to motivate you to push past your bullshit, self-sabotaging thinking, then you'll never be consistent. Losing weight really isn't hard. I always tell my clients, I can tell you exactly what to do, but I can't do it for you. So it only works if you work, right? But it's really not that complicated. People think that the doing around weight loss is what's hard and complicated. When the reality is that we complicate what we think about the doing. We spend so much time thinking doubtful and defeating thoughts about losing weight that, of course, the path of least resistance is to either be inconsistent or to just give up. So the first step is deciding how you want to think. Do you want to think that losing weight is too hard? Or do you want to think that you can lose weight and keep it off? It's your choice. When it comes to setting your weight loss goals, it has three components, right? The what, the who, and the why. What do you want your goal weight to be? The who is, who do you want to be? This is your future self, right? How does the future you talk to herself? What does she think about? How does she feel? And lastly, it's why are you doing this? Why do you want to lose 15 pounds? Why is this important to you? Why do you really want this? This is actually the most important part of the goal setting process. Your why will become your anchor to remind you of how great you'll feel when you reach your goals. Your why motivates, drives, and compels you when you'd rather have instant gratification. And if it's not compelling enough to give you pause, to stop you in your tracks, then you'll get derailed and demotivated every single time. Think about it like this. Your why is like a stop sign when you're about to self-sabotage and overeat, when you're about to hit the snooze button on your alarm instead of working out, or 
whatever impulsive behaviors come up for you. Your why will help you put the best decision on the table so that you stop considering sabotaging yourself. Your why also allows you to give equal airtime to your doubtful thoughts. It's okay to acknowledge these things. In fact, you should. I don't believe in pretending that issues or negative thoughts and emotions don't exist or like brushing them under the rug and hoping that they disappear because that's not how that works. It's important to acknowledge and sit with these things, journal on them. But the flip side is you also need to give yourself equal time to do the opposite, right? We tend to spend so much time thinking about what we don't want, what we don't like, and what we want right now. But the very important and often missing piece is that you need to balance that out with figuring out what you do want, what you want for the long term. So every time you want to overeat or go off plan or eat a pint of ice cream or skip the workout or skip the journaling, spend an equal amount of time thinking about what you do want and why you want it so much. Set a timer for five minutes if you need to. It will force your brain to start looking for the inverse of your negative and limiting beliefs. Being crystal clear on your why makes all of your work and effort worth it. So instead of falling back on all the excuses that you make up in your head about why you can or you won't do something, you're able to fall back on your why. That is the power of the why. So let's talk about how to come up with your compelling whys. Plural, because you will need more than one. A fun way to get started is doing the post-it party exercise. So all you do is grab some post-it sticky notes, set a timer for maybe 10 minutes, and write one why per sticky note. You want to do this when you're in a good headspace, not when you're tired, not when you're triggered, okay? The idea is to get as many whys as possible out of your head so that you can use them throughout the day depending on whatever is going on. And then you can put them wherever you'll see them or put them in your notes app on your phone or in your journal, next to the mirror in the bathroom, next to the mirror in your bedroom as you're getting dressed. So you'll see it while you're getting dressed. That part is completely up to you. But it's important that you're able to see your whys every day. Also keep in mind that not only do you need multiple whys, you're also going to be revisiting your whys on a regular basis because they're going to change and evolve just as you change and evolve. When I'm coaching private clients, we do this exercise once a month. And when you're coming up with your whys, I want you to take time and ask yourself, why do you want to be healthy? Why do you want to lose weight? Get really, really specific. Write down all of your reasons and then ask yourself why again. You want to keep questioning your reasons until you're crystal clear on your why and you really, really feel it in your heart. You can use the five whys model, which is basically asking why five times until you get to the root. Remember, your why has to be powerful and compelling. Otherwise, you'll find a reason to bypass your goals whenever life gets busy. I promise you. So for example, if you start with, I want to get healthy so that I have more energy, ask yourself why, because I don't always have enough energy to play with my kids. Okay, why? Why don't I always have energy? 
right? So keep asking yourself why up to five times until you get to a reason that really, truly drives you. Another way you can try coming up with your whys is take a sheet of paper, put a line right down the middle, and on one side list all the things that you're not happy with where you are, and on the other side, directly across from each reason, write the opposite. Okay? For example, you might write, I don't like my body. So then you want to say to yourself, okay, I don't like my body, so why do I want to lose weight? So as you think that through, you may write, so that I can develop a better relationship with my body that's based on love and trust. So you see how I didn't say that your why should be because I don't like my body, right? If I ask you why you want to lose weight and you say because I don't like my body, I'm going to keep asking whys. I'm going to hit you with the five why model, okay? That is not a motivating or compelling why. That's only going to make you feel even worse about yourself, Think about it. Does a negative statement about yourself make you want to choose to prioritize yourself and your health? It doesn't. It's demoralizing and it makes you feel bad. And when you feel bad, you're not going to be inspired to wake up at 5 a.m. or eat healthier foods. So your whys need to make you feel good and feel excited about your future self. Not bad or sad or ashamed. Your why is your anchor. If I were to screenshot your why and send it to you when you're feeling discouraged or when you're ready to give up on your goals, your why should be so specific and so powerful that seeing it in your phone should snap you out of your self-doubt and your self-sabotaging moment. Your why will be what makes you find 30 minutes out of your day to prioritize your health instead of using the I'm too busy excuse. Before we wrap up, I do want to note a few things that you need to know as you start working on your why exercise. Number one, your whys will change over time. You may start with to be healthy or to be more athletic. And in three months, you've reached your goal of being more healthy and more athletic, right? So you're going to need to switch to different compelling whys that will motivate you month three to six, right? Number two, your why is for you, not for anyone else. So there's no such thing as a bad why or a vain why. It's whatever motivates you. If your why is to look good naked, that's perfectly fine if it compels you to stay consistent. One of my whys a few months ago was so that the next time I see this dumbass Libra, he regrets losing me. No shade to any of my Libra friends that are listening. This one just happened to be a very foolish one. And sure enough, when we reconnected, one of the first things he said was, I see you've been working out. Now, was that my only why? My only motivation? The only thing I focused on? Of course not. But it motivated me to keep working out when I was tired to do another set of hip thrusts, to go a little bit heavier at the gym, right? To go work out after work, even when I really just wanted to come home and take a nap. That motivated me. At that time in my life, that compelled the shit out of me. And some people might think that that's dumb or vain. And I don't give a fuck because it's not about them. So don't feel like your whys need to be noble and deep and grandiose all the time. 
nobody needs to know what your whys are unless you want to share them, right, for like accountability. But if you're going to have an accountability partner, I would hope that they'd be supportive and understanding and, and not judge your whys. Otherwise, you probably need a new one. At the end of the day, it's just whatever motivates you. And number three, you need more than one why because you need your why to be relevant depending on the situation you're in. For example, one of your whys may be to be a positive role model for your kids when it comes to health and fitness. That was one of mine when I first got started because since I thought I was too busy to cook and I didn't really know what healthy foods were, my son was actually developing a lot of unhealthy eating habits and he was gaining weight. And we were repeating the cycle that I grew up in, eating a bunch of junk and processed foods because it was convenient and didn't require much thought. So that why was compelling when I would go grocery shopping or when we'd be leaving baseball practice on a weekday and I was tempted to just stop at McDonald's because it's convenient. But it wasn't as compelling when I went to happy hour after work because, well, he wasn't there. And like it didn't directly affect my ability to role model healthy behavior because he wasn't there. <laughs> so a more compelling why while I was at happy hour would be, I know that if I overdrink tonight, I'll be tired and unproductive tomorrow. Therefore, I won't want to work out. I'm going to want to eat something really carby first thing in the morning. And that's going to derail my progress. So you see how different whys come into play depending on the potentially sabotaging situation that you may be facing. So one thing you can do is write down the top five times that you sabotage yourself and then come up with a why that's relevant. And then that matches that moment and the intensity of the moment. So that can be you're likely to sabotage yourself early in the mornings when you'd rather sleep in or in the evenings when you're stressed, you're exhausted and you just want to unwind with food or with alcohol. Or it can be in the middle of the day when you're overwhelmed and you just want to grab a candy bar. Or on the weekends when you go out with your significant other or when you meet up with friends. Or driving home from work after sitting in traffic for an hour. Whatever your personal triggers may be, write a compelling why to counter it and then keep it handy. You can set an alarm on your phone, right? At those times, right? If it's like two o'clock in the afternoon when you start to feel triggered, Set an alarm for two o'clock to pop up and say, remember your why. Do whatever you need to do to remind yourself. It's going to require trial and error until you find not only the whys that work for you, but also the kinds of reminders that work for you. Some people may not want to see post-it notes all over their office or, you know, in their room, or they may not want their significant other to see their whys. So maybe a post-it won't work. Maybe it's more keeping notes in your phone, setting reminders, right? you got to try different things until you find what works for you. What works for me may not work for you, but you can't just try it once and then say it doesn't work. It works if you do. If it doesn't work, it's because it's not compelling enough. So you do have to keep trying until you find the right whys for your specific goals. Unfortunately, in my friend's case, and I told her this, her why is not compelling enough. So her excuses feel so much more powerful. And therefore, her excuses are going to win every single time. It's a vicious cycle 
It only ends when you make the choice to do the work. So don't let your excuses keep you from reaching your goals. There's a quote I saw online that says, if your why is important enough, the how becomes easy. And that is the truth. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.